Welcome to the Salesforce Drop, presented by Anubis Solutions. Each episode, we will bring you some of the best stories from the world of enterprise technology. We invite industry influencers to provide unique commentary and useful information on the stories shaping our ecosystem. I am your host, Alex Garcia, CEO and co-founder of Anubis Solutions. Don't forget to subscribe to our show wherever you listen to your podcast. On this episode of the Salesforce Drop, Salesforce Platform Encryption versus Shield Encryption Explained. Welcome to the podcast. So I'm going to uh, do a podcast on my own uh, as a uh, change of pace here in order to uh, do a little bit of a consultative slash educational series on some of the topics that I find really interesting within the ecosystem and that I've had personal experience in implementing a number of times. One of those that I think is really top of mind for everyone, almost at all times now uh, in the modern world that we live in is digital security and encryption. And Salesforce right out of the box offers solutions uh, that are available to all of its customers for encryption, including web standard transfer layer uh, security protocols where uh, data that's being transferred between computer to computer or screen to screen or database to screen is fully encrypted. However, it offers a couple of different solutions when looking at encrypting your data. And so when thinking about the Salesforce encryption product offering, Salesforce does offer platform encryption that is available to anybody who has a basic Salesforce license and then shield encryption. Uh, which is an additional cost, uh, but offers additional layers or functionality uh, of encryption uh, that extend the Salesforce platform further to allow uh, for organizations to be fully compliant on all encryption requirements for the type of data that they save in the system. And so generally these type of organizations are either financial services organizations or health organizations that are dealing with personally identifiable information, otherwise known as PII or personal health information, which is referred to as PHI. Both of these types of information are considered sensitive and therefore uh, in the various different industries are required by different regulations to have the data encrypted within the database that it sits. And so that's where we come in to the difference between platform encryption versus shield encryption um, is when the different levels of encryption that you get both at the database layer and then as you're interacting with the data from an API perspective, as well as an application automation perspective. So I will dive right into comparing the two and then talking a little bit about the limitations um, that exist both between uh, the platform version, if you want to go and just uh, create uh, platform encrypted fields, and then the shield versions where uh, you can uh, add additional layers of security to your encryption. Before I proceed, I will also note that shield is also additional products like the history tracking uh, event monitoring solutions that are offered from Salesforce. I will not be covering those functionalities of shield Rather, I'm only going to be focusing on the encryption side of things. All right, so we're ready to go from here for the comparison. So 
As I mentioned earlier, there are many different layers to security on the web. And generally uh, what we're going to be talking about is the database layer security. So what is actually going on uh, with the data when it's being saved in the database where your Salesforce organization exists and run from? You have platform encryption and it's available for any of the basic Salesforce licenses. And platform encryption, I will start here because it's the most basic one and available to everyone. You can find all the information I have on this podcast uh, in Salesforce documentation as well online. Um, but in a nutshell, platform encryption really is just your standard level encryption. It is a 128-bit encrypted algorithm that is probabilistically determined by the database meaning that if you have data in an encryption field, whenever a user goes to access that field, a user is assigned permission by the database to the data and to be able to read the data in the field. It is PCI DSS level one compliant and does allow for the ability to mask data as well. However, there is only one field type and there is a dedicated encrypted field type that is limited to only 175 characters, which is a little bit longer than a tweet and good enough for a lot of the personally identifiable information that an organization would be collecting uh, in the system. And so it's only its dedicated field. One of the other limitations is, is that it cannot be used for workflow rules, workflow field updates, or approval process entry criteria. And so this is also really important where you would have to use the API or Apex development to interact with this data in a programmatic or automated way, because uh, it could not be uh, interacted with from a workflow rule perspective. That may no longer be an issue for the world in which we're moving into, but uh, in the existing world um, and for organizations that are still leveraging those uh, feature functionalities, um, it is important. And the final thing about platform encryption is, is that you cannot encrypt existing standard or custom fields, and it does not encrypt files or attachments. And so really it's only limited to the specific field type, but it's found useful for organizations who do need to have some level of private or sensitive data inside of their Salesforce and want that data to be encrypted inside of the database when it's saved. And so that does not mean that the data will not be encrypted when it's traveling the web. As I mentioned earlier, Salesforce does still provide your standard transfer layer security encryption. And so those are some of the key takeaways with platform encryption. And so Shield encryption is the add-on product from Salesforce that gives you a much broader tool set when it comes to working and securing the information in the database. Shield encryption includes HSM key derivation, which includes a feature that allows you to bring your own key. So you do not have to have Salesforce manage the keys inside of the database. If you're a large organization and have encryption key management solutions, you may want to assign the encryption keys outside of Salesforce uh, for maximum security. With Shield, you are also able to manage encryption permissions as well inside of the system. And so you can use um, specific settings to allow some users to view encrypted data while others cannot. 
With shield encryption, you can encrypt existing fields, both standard and custom fields. However, in terms of the standard field, I would recommend that you refer to the shield implementation guide because in each of the different standard objects from Salesforce, you can only encrypt certain fields. And one of the places in which we uh, were caught by surprise the first time by not referring to uh, that implementation module closely enough was in within the case, you can only encrypt the subject and the body of the message. That means if you're utilizing email to case or web to case to collect sensitive information, um, the information that comes over, including the contact uh, name and uh, the email and phone number uh, that is captured potentially uh, is not encryptable. And so I'm referring to those web name, web email, web phone, standard case fields that are there to support the email to case and the web to case process. Uh, those fields unfortunately won't be encryptable and so if you are collecting sensitive information in a service cloud fashion utilizing that feature set functionality you'll want to make sure that you're keeping that in mind um, as to how you're collecting that information and looking for alternatives you can use a web form and point it at a custom field that is encryptable as those fields are available for the api uh, to utilize Shield encryption fields, um, they are available for workflow rules and approval processes, although some third-party applications may not play nicely with shield encrypted fields based on the type of permissions that are required to access that field and the users that are running those processes. You can search for fields in the search user interface in global search. The data will appear. Uh, it won't work so for a platform encryption fields, all email fields are encryptable. And so any email that comes into the system um, is encryptable, including the header information uh, that contains who sent the email, as well as any attachments that may have come in uh, from that email. And so even though there are limitations around case and email to case with uh, Salesforce Shield, Salesforce more than makes up for it by ensuring that the data that is actually being sent in those communications is encrypted. Other types of fields that are not encryptable using Salesforce Shield are pickless fields and lookup fields. And some long, rich text area fields, uh, you may not be able to encrypt them as well. Salesforce, again, provides a list of which fields are encryptable and which fields are not encryptable in the Shield implementation guide that you can refer to as you're working through turning on Shield for your organization. Salesforce Shield is available at an additional cost. And as I mentioned earlier, it's not just database encryption that comes as part of the Shield package. There are other feature set functionalities that make it easy for organizations to uh, work within a compliant uh, environment that is ready to deal with the complexities of having to work with personally identifiable or personal health information. I wanted to do a comparison between what's available outside of the box and what you can purchase in addition to ensure that your Salesforce system is compliant to the most stringent regulations on sensitive types of information that we sometimes need to work with inside of the system. And as you're architecting and implementing Shield, 
please just keep it in mind that you steer the flow of information to a place where it is encrypted if it is sensitive information. That'll do it for today's show. I hope you found the information that I shared helpful. Thank you so much for your time. I hope you enjoyed the podcast and uh, keep a lookout for the next one.